In the night I hear him talk Coldest story ever told Somewhere far along this road He lost his soul To a woman so Heartbreaker Dream maker A love taker Don't you mess around No, no, no! Welcome to Audio Shelf, a place where we take you on a fantastic journey through our audiobook adventures. I'm Brad. And I'm Brittany. And we are the voices in your head. Today's episode is going to be our favorite. It's a delicious episode that we have in store. Delicious. <laughs> I like it. We're going to be covering Heartless. Author is Marissa Meyer. Narrated by Rebecca Solar. Hey, girl. Mm, you are perfect. Publisher is Macmillan Audio. Audiobook release date was November 8th, 2016. The duration was 14 hours and 34 minutes. Best 14 hours of my life. Amazing. And the genre is adaptations, fantasy, romance. For our summary, which we took from Amazon, we have... Long before she was the terror of Wonderland, she was just a girl who wanted to fall in love. Aww. Catherine may be one of the most desired girls in Wonderland and a favorite of the unmarried King of Hearts, but her interests lie elsewhere. A talented baker, all she wants is to open up a shop with her best friend. But according to her mother, such a goal is unthinkable for the young woman, who could be the next queen. Then Kath meets Jess, the handsome and mysterious court joker. For the first time, she feels the pull of attraction. At the risk of offending the king and infuriating her parents, she and Jess enter into an intense secret courtship. Kath is determined to define her own destiny and fall in love on her terms. But in a land thriving with magic, madness, and monsters, fate has other plans. Ooh, yeah. Girl. Oh, that is a whole bunch Oof. of goodness right there. That is there. everything. That is everything to me. So can I just say how much I despise the story of Alice in Wonderland? You do? Yes. I don't like it. I think I remember that from when we were doing our Alice in mm-hmm. Wonderland podcast. And I called it a drug dream. Yes, you did. You did. You did. But. You served it up hot. This audiobook changed my whole perspective and probably has now made the Queen of Hearts my favorite villain. Really? Over Ursula? Mm, not over Ursula. Yeah. Second okay. favorite villain. Okay. Because, oh my gosh, so much pain, so much anguish, so much delicious tarts. And so much backstory. So much backstory. Oh my God. This was the adaptation to end all ad- adaptations. Yeah, I think so. I totally agree. Wonderful. And I have to say that they... Could not have gotten a better narrator. Um, I have never heard of Rebecca Solar before. But I want to know more. But I want to know more and I want to know who you are and come on to our show. Yes. Be our friend. Please. Be our guest. Be our guest. To the tea party. Yes. Different movie, but you know, whatever. It's a tea party. It's still a tea party and we're still crazy. Yes, we're mad. <laughs> he wasn't a sheep. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, God. Uh. But seriously, if Rebecca Solar can speak to me in Cheshire Cat, I would be, my life would be made. Oh, please, he said, inspecting the nail and finding a bit of pumpkin filling stuck to it. You don't think those tarts would have lasted this far into the evening, do you? Mm, Yes. 
I agree. So speaking of Solar, let's talk about her performance. Ugh. I love her voice. The tone of her voice is so clear and crisp and just so delicious, which is going to be a common word. I mean, every time you hear us say delicious, take a drink of your milk. Or tea. Or tea. I don't know why I went for milk, but (laughs) whatever, this is PG-13. Exactly. (laughs) So yes. Oh my goodness. These delicious tarts that she talked about throughout the whole entire book Mm. made me hungry Mm. yes which is part of marissa meyer's excellent descriptions of the tarts and the sweets and the cakes and the deliciousness Mm -hmm. so i've heard about marissa meyer and her Mm -hmm. books the lunar chronicles yeah i've heard wonderful things about them we want to do those and i want to do those so bad but this book made me think marissa meyer where have you been lately, baby? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Where have you been all my life? Because right. I think she is a wonderful author. That's what I, I was like. Okay, I keep putting off the Lunar Chronicles just because it's a series. And, you know, I'm just I'm just taking my time with it, romancing it a little bit off to the side. But after this, I need more. I need more. I need more from Marissa and... I'm excited to do the Lunar Chronicles. Yes, me too. But anyway, back to back to Rebecca. So I thought her tone was incredibly balanced. She wasn't breathy at all unless it was necessary. Mm-hmm. And the book does an interesting thing where wherever Rebecca's normal accent is from, um, she does the descriptions in that accent. Mm-hmm. And then for the characters, she has a very regal British accent, which is flawless to me. I fell in love with it. Oh, yeah. This is one of those situations where the narrator's voice was the narrator. Yes. And does that make sense? Like Like, the character? The character was the narrator. Yeah. And how she used her British voice for Kath completely took me out of the world. Like this world and put me into that one. Yes. And I felt like... There was the characters in the book, Kath, Jess, Marianne. Cheshire Cat, Marianne, Cheshire Cat, narrator. Like, I felt like narrator was, a she was being a role and character in the book. And I thought that yeah. was amazing. It was fantastic. And every single character had a different voice. I thought that Marianne and Kath would end up sounding alike because they were so close. They were best friends. Mm-hmm. They same were age. same age, same, they were both female. So I imagined them to both sound alike but they didn't no i could completely tell when marianne was present and i could completely tell when kath was present just because marianne had kind of a weaker sounding voice she didn't dream big mm-hmm. like kath did. she was very timid mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and kath while timid and very um shy to let her own feelings be known she still had this presence about her a strong that was just presence, yeah. there mm-hmm. oh god it was Ugh. phenomenal and i don't want to get to the ending because i don't want to spoil anything but hello we already know the story mm-hmm. yes but when rebecca takes innocent and naive and strong-willed kath and then all of a sudden turns into the evil queen whoa it was like a beyonce hitting a note change 
Like, it's like, whoa, key change. It was life-changing. What? This is a completely different person. Yeah. She has developed into the evil queen. Yeah, and you could that see it. That she is of hearts. You could see it throughout the entire book. Just like as the as the writing continued and as Rebecca's narration continued, just like little pieces of sanity yes. peeled away from Kath's character. She was like an onion. Yes. And it was just peeling away. And turned into a blooming onion that I wanted to eat from Outback. That was a tart flavor. Key lime. That would be nasty. <laughs> but lime. necessary. Nasty but necessary. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I just loved it. I love the progression of her character and the bitterness and the the vindictiveness, the revenge, all of that was just gritty and dirty and oh my god rip it up queen of hearts oh i love it Uh, off with her head (sighs) to come down a little bit Mm. i know i'm getting a little worked up i just i just i've never liked the the queen of hearts as a villain because i thought she was annoying because off with her head off with her head off with her head let's do the trial but my way is the highway you know like and she was such a minor character very a minor character in a big story like in alice in wonderland the queen of hearts was talked about a lot and and mentioned but then we get her the last quarter of the movie mm-hmm. and it's just kind of her and the king are just kind of extra they're they're like the uh they're like the walrus and the carpenter part yeah. which are just a little story yeah but there was she was so big because she was a queen yeah she was like the villain of the story and i love that marissa meyer had the idea of taking this small time character and giving her this huge backstory which mm-hmm. made us fall in love with a character that's yeah not really nest like not really a big part. Yeah, I'm going to add on to that. And it is, she is a small character, but as society has grown to love this movie or, or take from Alice in Wonderland, they've made her a bigger character Especially than she... Especially with the Tim Burton. Exactly. They've made her a bigger character than she really was. But Marissa Meyer took that a step back and she said, I'm going to make you see what turned her yeah. so annoying and mean and evil and vindictive. Yeah. Because in, I think... What I liked about Marissa Meyer's story is that she took a villain that we just saw as evil from the start and mean and hefty. And she gave her a backstory that explains that everyone is good until they have that thing that turns them evil. Mm -hmm. Everybody starts off positive and full of dreams and full of whimsies, Mm -hmm. as the book would, would say. And there's things that they experience in life that have the potential to change who they are. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that change is positive and sometimes that change is negative. And in the Queen of Hearts, it was negative. Yes. Marissa even pointed out the, the details of what made her like yeah. she is. Even her weight. Yeah. I mean, who, out of all the villains, the Disney villains, who's the heftier one? I mean, Ursula. There, we got Ursula, but in charge. but she got the the She's body, curvy. you know. But when I think of big, fat, round villain, I think of the Queen of Hearts. Yeah. But to take that and to say she did that because she was eating so many treats, mm-hmm. she 
loved to bake. Yeah. She loved to eat food. It just covered it everything. It just covered everything. And even in the movie, in the, I say the movie because it read like a movie. Yeah. But even in the audiobook, you heard her mother, the calf's mother say, you better stop eating. Yeah. Because you're going to get big. Yeah, you know what I'm it saying? Was, it was. It so just, and I wanted to slap that mom. I hated her I hated mom. hated mom. I was like, if she wants to enjoy a treat, let her enjoy a treat, mom. I actually hated her father more than the mother. Her dad was a sneaky a yes. sneaky villain. Her dad was a sneaky villain who had his agenda and tore down Kath, I think, more than the mother did. Because yeah. the mother was outright about it. Yeah. Kath but, knew that her yeah. mom was going to tear her down and make her do things exactly. that she didn't want to do. But dad, on the other hand, was like, oh, you're a good child. But then the next sentence say, but you are doing A, B, and C wrong and you're going to go. Yeah. You're not going to be successful in life. Yeah. Ooh, it was good. Chills. So we talked a little bit about the voices, and I kind of want to backtrack a little bit and talk about the voices and the emotions Mm -hmm. that Rebecca was able to put into these characters, because there was a lot. So, I think, so many emotions. I think she covered every emotion there was. There was fear about with the monsters, there was envy, because I want to do what I, I want to have my own business, and why can't I be... Yeah. Like a successful business person. And there was stupidity because stupidity. the king mm. was a, a giant dingus. He was a like, dweeb. He was such a twerp. His character has not changed from no. this book to the from the movie. No, yeah. Always dweebish. Always dweeb. It was, wasn't it? <laughs> the king bounced. Come, I shouldn't have sent him away so hastily. We'll have a bit of entertainment. What? No. But the king was already pushing through the shrubbery. Just, oh, just, he sing-songed. King of the dweebs. Yes. Mm. But I completely agree. The emotions that were covered were, oh, my gosh. And so at good. the end, just the... That courtroom scene The so courtroom powerful. scene was, ugh, I could relive that court. I could re-listen to that courtroom yeah. scene and just all day. Yeah. All day long. I mean, and the fact that, so there was a character in there named Peter Peter, who is a pretty pivotal character. He has kind of a gruff and rough. He's a farmer. He has a heavy English accent. It's not as regal as the other townspeople. Mm-hmm. And so the town kind of looks down on him and his wife. And so what Rebecca was able to do with his voice was make it real. Oh, you're going to go in my pumpkin patch. You could kind of feel when he was talking that he was one of those like spit talkers where mm-hmm. the spit just kind of flies everywhere and you could kind of hear the spit in yes. Rebecca's voice which is is weird to describe yes. but no but I, I feel you though she just encompassed everybody mm-hmm. so well and the hurrying and rushing around of the white rabbit oh my gosh yeah like every time she spoke through the white rabbit's voice i was like oh my gosh she probably filmed she was probably the voice of the White Rabbit. Yeah. But I was like, nope, she can't be that old because Alice Wonderland no. came out a long time ago. Yeah. But that's how perfect she matched her voice up with every character. It's it's She was a wonderful, wonderful addition to the Wonderland universe. Yes. So with all of the emotions that we just discussed and, and the voices, I feel like her interest is heavily noticeable right from the beginning. If I didn't know, she probably wrote the book with Marissa Meyer. But right? she probably didn't. No. But Marissa Meyer, who knows, Marissa Meyer may, may have had her in thought when she was writing the book. Maybe. I mean, I hope so. I would have because she just added so much depth to every description, every character, every moment that mm-hmm. happened. 
And it's also important to note that because of Rebecca's interest in the book, the 14 hours flew by. I didn't even realize. No. Yeah. And sometimes with 14 hour books, 15 hour books, I'm like, all right, come on. Now. It's it's there's so much I have to listen to in that time span. But this one just flew by. Yeah. I was surprised when I was finishing up the book because it, it did take me a few days to listen to this oh, yeah. just because mm-hmm. I um, had to stop and, you know, work and everything like that. And I wasn't able to listen through my work. But it was amazing how it flowed because I expected when I picked up certain parts for it to only be at a slow, very small stage, minuscule mm-hmm. part of the book. But every section of the novel had a purpose. Mm-hmm. And that was what Rebecca was able to convey to me through her voice was mm-hmm. this part matters because of this. And these are the emotions I'm going to put into it. And so even if it were a small garden party for the king to meet with Kath again, it still held a high level of importance because of the interest that Rebecca had in the book. Exactly. And because of Marissa's skill as a writer, mm-hmm. every chapter led up to something bigger and better. Mm-hmm. It all fit together. It all fit together. And that's why Rebecca had so much success with this book, because she knew by the chapters and the, the writing that everything had a meaning, everything had a purpose of where it belonged. And the emotions and the tone, everything just fit so perfectly together. Yeah. Transitions were so well done. Oh, they were so smooth. And there was no long pausing. It just... It got to the point, and that's what I love about a book, especially one that is elaborating on a fairy tale that I really enjoy, Mm -hmm. because I really like the Alice in Wonderland story. So the fact that Marissa was able to add something to it that I completely think Lewis Carroll would have approved of blows my mind. Yeah, and the fact that this audiobook can make someone like you who loves the story, original story, love, love it even more. Yeah. And also someone that didn't like the original story, love it even more. Right. Like that's a, the power of this audiobook. Yeah. And that's, again, we say it a lot, but that's the power of a good narrator. Yes. So did you get a clear picture of the novel in the 14-hour time? Every detail was imaginable. I completely got a clear picture in the 14 hours and I felt like nothing was rushed nothing was looked over it was all perfect in that 14 14 hours yeah there was one part that I wish had a little bit more descriptions and that was the town that Kath lived in I felt like the shops I, I couldn't get a clear picture of how the shops were laid out I couldn't tell if they were kind of like Annapolis Main Street sort yeah. of where the shops are all just together in like townhouse type establishments or if it was like a mall or if it were like just a small village that each individual shop has its own little cottage Mm -hmm. i couldn't get a clear picture of that and i imagined it as if the shops were just all laid down one main street and everybody could just kind of like mosey on down the street yeah and go into whatever shop they wanted yeah i imagined the shops or the village to be more like Belle and Beauty and the Beast mm. in the animated version of there goes the baker and there goes that person, that go- there goes that person. And that's how I imagine the village to be. Mm. And so there was the, the building that the baker was going to be, that she wanted to be a baker in. Yeah. And so that's kind of how I imagined it, but I knew it wasn't in France, nothing right. like that. It was in Wonderland. Yeah, exactly. And I also have to say, so I know I've mentioned it a lot in previous episodes, 
but I'm not a big fan of young adult romance. Yes. And I thought when I read the description of this book that I wasn't going to be a fan of the Kath and Jess pairing just because it seemed like it was kind of out of left field mm -hmm. a little bit. It just seemed like it might be a little like shaky and not really clear. Yeah. But I have to say that after the first interaction with Jess, I was hooked on him. Jess? I wanted to get some Jess. Oh, everybody wanted a piece of Jess. Yes, Jess. Even the Hatter. <laughs> Even the Hatter. Oh, my God. I love that well, part. That was such a good part. I loved that addition. And I suspected it from the beginning. Really? Because I had no idea. As soon as he was, like, very territorial of when Kath came to the tea party and he was, like, scowling at her. Give her a stink eye. Yeah. And mm. making her, putting her in weird situations that would embarrass her. Yeah. I was immediately, like... Hatter's got a thing for Jess. Mm -hmm. See, I did not see it. And then when he said it at the end, I texted you. I was like, are you serious? And I was like, yes, you is. Well, I don't know what I just said. <laughs> but that was a good twist. I'm it sorry really we was. ruined it, but whatever. <laughs> it, it wasn't really a twist. It was minor. And you, if you blinked, you missed it. Yes, you really did. If you blinked, you missed it. Yeah. Because I had to double check. I was like, did he just say that? Yes. Really great addition to the novel and something that wasn't in your face yeah. or ridiculous. I would love to see this as a movie. Oh, my gosh. Because that's the best thing about this book is this book can be a standalone. Oh, it totally can. Even though I think there are a couple of novellas out and stuff like that right now. I got to look. Really? I got to do some research. But this this book is so good that it wrapped up in the end and there was no cliffhangers. We knew what was going to happen next. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we don't need to talk about that. We we were talking about what led her to it. Yeah. And I just, I love this book. I hope it's a movie one day and Jess better be hot. I think he will be. Who do you think would play Jess? Let's think about this. Matt Bomber. Um, magic Mike. White collar. Sexy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I can see him in a little Jess hat. Who would be Jess? Oh, my God. I yeah, probably. You don't know what he looks like. No, I don't. <laughs> you're going to be like, oh, hell. Matt Balmer. Matt Balmer. Here are some matching news articles. Eddie knows According Matt Balmer's my number one. Oh. Yes. Oh, hell. Oh, yes. yeah, boy. <laughs> Eddie knows he's my number one. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> I ain't got a picture loaded, but I saw that little black and white. Oh, hell that's my, yeah. That's my favorite picture. Oh. Yeah, he's Jess. Oh, yeah, he's Jess. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, my gosh. Ooh. Man, man, yeah. man, oh, man. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a little bit warmer in here now. Water, please. <laughs> uh, <laughs> water boy. <laughs> Also, I think it's important to note that this is not just a romance novel. So there's a lot of action in it. So much action. With I, a monster. I had no idea what a Jabberwock was. Me neither. Me neither. And then Sean looked it up and he was like, this is terrifying. This is terrifying. <laughs> Ugh. So yeah, I have a clear picture of the Jabberwock too, just from Marissa's descriptions. Mm -hmm. And also it being kind of a real mythical thing, not something that she just made up and was completely in her head. Mm-hmm. She also used something from history and from our world in mm -hmm. order to bring the two together. Yeah. So it was really, really good. So good. There's a lot of action in addition to some romance. 
I wish that there was more romance so that when this movie gets made, Matt Bomer can have some <laughs> work to do. But we'll <sighs> we'll cross that bridge when it happens. Man. So how did you listen to this book? I listened to it whenever I got the chance. So I went to the gym with it. Mm-hmm. I came home and I worked with it when I was able to. I started listening to it in the car, which I usually don't do because my radio is messed up right now. Mm. But I tried... I was like banging smacking. It. Yes, banging it. Uh, what? Uh-huh. Sorry. <laughs> You're still thinking of that. Yes. Uh. Um, but I was like smacking my little connector cable in order for it to work for me so I could listen to this book. Wow. Dedicated. What about you? I guess the question that I want to ask is what terrain did I not listen to this book on? Right? Right? Right. So I actually listened to it at the gym. Mm. I know, right? I went, I went <laughs> to the gym. <laughs> this is like opposite day. I know, right? So I listened to it at the gym. Um, I listened to it in the bathtub, of course. That's your natural setting. I downed a whole bottle of Pinot Noir. Still your natural setting. <laughs> and I also listened to it while I was cooking dinner. I took my dogs for a walk on the way to work. And you took your dogs for a walk on the way to work? Well, both. Uh, listen, that was a comma okay. in between. <laughs> so, so well, you know, on the walk with my dogs, comma, on my way to the work, <laughs> comma. <laughs> um, I just wanted to mess with But you. seriously, every, every chance I got, I wanted to listen to this book. Yeah. It was it's perfect. It's that good. But I imagine this book to be played in the background at a tea party. Ooh. Yes, please. This is what makes me want to have a tea party birthday. Oh, honestly. We're doing it. We're yeah. doing it. Yeah. So I'm get excited. ready. So the time has come. Again, I'm saying that again, and it's an Alice in Wonderland quote, which is weird. Um <laughs> would you shelf this or shelf this? I would shelf this that's good because it was the only option <laughs> exactly <laughs> i was I had to think there for a second because i'm there with you <laughs> but yes i would shelf this i would use it as a coaster to bring a tea on i would do a lot of things you would deface it by using it as well a i would coaster? buy multiple copies oh, okay, okay okay so and All i would right. put one in a glass container oh yeah so it can Oof. just sit on the shelf yes and we would probably shelf Rebecca as well. Oh, my God. Please get on my shelf, Rebecca. Yes. Can I call you Bex? Probably not. Okay. Okay, Rebecca. We'll stick with Rebecca. We'll, we'll, get, your, we'll get your information. <laughs> we will get you. <laughs> Maybe not that crazy. She's going to take a restraining order out on us after this episode. Oh, my God. We just want to talk to you. Please love us. Just talk to us, please. Love me. Choose me. Thank you for listening to this episode that got a little weird there at the end, but it's okay. This is Audio Shelf, where we get weird all the time. If you want to follow along with us on more jumping down the rabbit hole moments, follow us on Twitter at Audio Shelf Me and like us on Facebook. And please subscribe to us on iTunes Podcast, Google Play Music, and Stitcher. And if you would like to get Heartless and a second copy of Heartless, because that's what you're going to want to do. That's what you want. Please go on our website and click the Audible affiliate link to get a free 30-day trial of Audible and get two free audiobooks. Get two free copies of Heartless. That's amazing. Audible, thank you. Yes.
All right. Well, that will do it for us here. We're going to go back and dream of Kath and Jest and mm-hmm. all of the TV characters and actors that we want to see. And sip our tea. Yes. We should have tea while we're We should have. This. Oh, my God. Damn it. Ugh. Off with her head. Scared <laughs> me. Oh, God. I got the moment. Uh, that was loud, too. Sorry. <laughs> Wasn't as loud as our beginning. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Bye. Bye. This has been Audio Shelf, where we release new episodes every Monday. If you want to stay updated, listen to previous episodes, or suggest audiobooks for us to feature, visit us at audioshelf.me. We are Brad and Brittany. Thank you for listening. <coughs> Love, take a don't you mess around! Wait. No, no, no. Wait. Oh, I forgot I was looking it. at this. Oh. <laughs> Excellent description. Why do I keep cracking? A American or Canadian or wherever Rebecca, her normal voice. Mm-hmm. Can we add Jeopardy music here? Oh, he's gay? Yeah. Dang. He's on my team. Hey, Matt, call me. I'll leave Eddie for you. Team, you got everybody. <laughs> that was a deep breath. That was a deep breath. <sighs>